fellow supermom, I'm glad you're here. This is the special needs supermom podcast. The glass of wine for your mind. Your tribe where you can relax, unwind and get stronger and more confident about your superpowers. I'm Nadine Villeur, your host, supermom of an autistic wonderboy and a supergirl battling juvenile arthritis. All while being a military spouse and international entrepreneur. Enjoy your glass of wine. Hello, 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 fellow supermoms. Nadine here and welcome to a new podcast episode of the Special Needs Superman podcast. Today, I want to make a plea to celebrate your great C student, your great C kid. It's, you know, the end of the school year here in the Netherlands. And in some states, in some countries, School is already finished, other ones are about to wrap up, and in in, in parts uh, of the world we still have, well, one, one and a half months to go. Um, And it's the time of year we focus a lot on results. And and with results I don't mean, you know, getting the, well, I do mean with results, I, I mean we're focusing on straight A's and being the excellent and the best student whatsoever. Imagine if you're the kid that really, really, really tries and gets a C. There's no reward. Nobody's celebrating you. And you know, if you have a teacher that really doesn't get it, they will probably say, You could have gone way better than that if you just studied harder. But sometimes a C is the best your kid can do. And you should honor that. And give them the same applause. You know, the same almost podium. You know, the same honors as a kid that finds it way easier to study and finds it way easier to get a straight A. And yes, though some of those kids, you know, really study hard and really study long. But if you are a kid with a chronic disease, you're struggling with dyslexia, ADHD, autism, or something else, a C you know, if they really tried hard, that should be applauded. So, a few years ago, uh, Wonder Boy, who is great, you know, when you hear him talk since early days on, sounded like a little professor, sounded like this, well, maybe not a professor, but this philosopher. And could easily talk, could talk forever, and on and on. Uh, well-spoken, grammar on the other hand, not his thing. And I remember when he got his diagnosis for autism and ADHD in uh, Kansas University, the professor there already told us, you can better teach him now where the autocorrect in word is because grammar or yeah, grammar is just not his thing. 
And the years have proven that, you know, he really tried hard. He just doesn't get the grammar rules. You know, rules like, you know, if you hear a long sound or a short sound, this and that should, you know, follow. He doesn't hear it. He doesn't get modern grammar rules because a lot of the grammar rules, mind you, have changed over time. If you know, if you see, you pick up an old encyclopedia from uh, the 20s, but even the 70s, you will stroll through it and go like, say what? So grammar, language is a living thing. So, and that was just because of his autistic and ADHD brain. And one day, uh, I saw him in school uh, with a bunch of classmates and his teacher was there as well. <laughs> Most horrible teacher ever. And he was so happy because he got like a C plus for his English grammar. And I went like, you know, good for you. Well done. Because he really tried and he felt, he felt on top of the world. And his teacher killed it right there and then corrected me in front of him saying, you shouldn't be happy with that because I know you can do much better, blah, 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 blah. Man, he couldn't. I'm, I'm still, I didn't respond because I went like, what? what? <laughs> and afterwards, you know, you have all those clever comebacks and everything. But... The boy, you know, really tried, really studied, really studied hard. And when it comes to grammar, it's just not in him. And besides that, you know, not all our kids are little professors. Not all our kids are going to be doctors or lawyers. Because they're, well, not that book-wise. Or say we say, can we say, you know, throw in the, they don't have that high IQ. And that's totally fine. But in this society, we're so based on oh, having the highest level of high school, honor roll, only getting straight A's because otherwise you won't get into blah, 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 blah. And it's all about that. But if our kids teach us one thing, should teach us one thing, is that, you know, what really matters accomplishing in life is being happy. And that when you have a chronic disease or even a life-threatening disease, if you're battling with dyslexia and you really try and try and hard, or you're neurodiverse or struggling with God knows what, sometimes you see is the best you can do. And nobody recognizes that. And I remember when we, uh, and I think you have it in all cultures, uh, but I remember when we moved to the States, we saw those bumper stickers. I've got a great A student. And I saw that on the a, on a bumper cars and I'm like, oh, I can't imagine being the, the brother or sister that, just can't get higher than a C or a B, perhaps, on a good day. 
Because what do you tell your kids? If you're only applauding the honor roll, if you're only applauding the kids that get straight A's, if your kid really, really, really tries hard, gets a C and you're like, I should just have focused better. If you have ADHD, if you have dyslexia, it's not about that. You know, Supergirl is dyslexic as they come. And they kept saying, oh, you just have to read more. You should have read more when they were young. I read a ton. Believe me. Uh, you should read more together. And, but at a certain moment, you know, we, we, we did the assignments. We did all the testing. We did all the extra programs. And then they said, yeah, you should just have to practice two hours each day. And that's when I, I stopped the line. Because they were in school all day. You know, she was battling not only her, you know, dealing with her dyslexia in school, but she has juvenile tritis. So chronic fatigue, chronic pain, and it got them worse over time, I have to say. But and then she had to do another two hours of just focus on reading. When can our kids just be kids as well? And when can we accept that, you know, maybe... A C or B minus is the best they can do. And that should be totally fine. You know, we, we to be honest, I had a hard time uh, accepting the fact that here in the Netherlands you have different levels of high school. And like many autistic and ADHD kids, he has this, Wonderboy has this dyslectic profile, basically seeing, excelling at one part and failing miserably on the other parts. And for him, that was grammar or comprehensive reading. I have to say, I love books. I was a known bookworm in my time. I still don't get that, that comprehensive reading because if you have ADHD and autism, every detail is important. So how can you say what's the, <laughs> the most important thing? Getting sidetracked here, but yes, I will admit, you know, I had a hard time when he, they advised him to do a lower level of high school. Uh, until I met this uh, professor uh, and he, he told us, you know, we see this often in, in autistic kids. Uh, it's not that, that, they're, that they're dumb. Uh, and Anything but that. But they think really difficult. They can't think simple. So they need more time because there is no straightforward answer. Because there are always loopholes. There are always point B, C, D, E things. And uh, no matter what he will become in life. And we already knew that because we saw his struggles. Uh, really with happiness uh, and, and dealing with the strange outer world. Him getting happy, highest goal there is. Then we had Supergirl on the other hand. And she's just a hands-on girl. Hands-on girl. The dyslexia won't help, but she really is, you know, 
probably still have dirty hands because I just was working in the garden, but she's a hands-on girl. So she went to a green high school focused on, on, on uh, greenery and uh, animal care. And she would go to uh, a college that specializes in, in animal care and animal welfare as well. And it totally makes sense. She's much more a do person than a, a bookworm person. And that's fine. You know, she's already struggling with so much in her life. This is what makes her happy. This is what makes her tick. This is what makes her run do a little bit more. So yeah, she won't go to law school. At least she's only 16. So you never know, but she's totally happy with just being with animals. And that's totally fine. How sad, how desperate would we be if there weren't guys that could, or and girls, that could, you know, uh, repair our cars. Uh, we cycle a lot in the Netherlands. <laughs> for the life of me, I can't change the tire. Uh, by the way, also not for my car. Thank God they have people for that. I see my brother-in-law who has a construction company. <laughs> and you know, he started as a carpenter. Makes way more money than my husband being a colonel in the military. You know, high education, low education. But they both do what they love. And that's the most important thing. That your kid does what he loves. And in our current society, and I think this goes almost everywhere in the world, we only applaud the great A students. We have the bumper stickers. They are called out on the podium and are being cheered on and getting an applause in front of the entire school. How do you think that makes, you know, that kid feel that really, really, really tries his or her best and just can't get past that C plus for grammar or history or math. I mean, how many people didn't struggle with math? Uh, so if you see your kid trying and that can look different different, you know, especially with ADHD kids. Believe me, the, the distraction thing is real. It's not a matter about, you know, oh, you should just have a clear desk and a white wall in front of you. The distraction goes, you know, happens up here in our heads. Uh, and thankfully there are tricks. And that can help you a little bit. And there are meds that can help you a little bit. But in the end of the day, if you have ADHD, <laughs> your brain can, oh, there are so many things out there. They normally say, you know, the guideline, what normally takes like half an hour for an average person, double that, that's an hour, double that again, two hours. And that's the amount of time somebody with ADHD needs to do that same task. Not because they're lazy, not because they're dumb, 
but because they just think a lot. It's not a matter of that they're not focused. They're overly focused because they hear and think everything. So, you know, and besides that, coming back to the celebrate your secret kid. Whether they're smart or not. I think if their entire elementary, middle, high school consists of only school and only, you know, tutoring on the side, so there's no break, maybe here and there in the weekend, but school, we, you know, school days consist of going to school. After that, you either have uh, exercise, a lot of our kids, therapy, hospital, and then they have all this tutoring going on. And literally they have no time to be bored, to just play in the yard, to just, <sighs> yeah, wander around their house. Uh, I think we're doing something wrong. And yes, tutoring can really help. But if that means that your kid has no downtime, no free time during the week, their kids remember that. And sometimes sea level is the best they can do. And that is and should be totally fine. So please, please, you know, when we're, you know, wrapping up this school year in 22, and it's been crazy years, of course, uh, please celebrate. Especially if you have kids from different levels, celebrate them equally. You know, celebrate the kids that studied all the time and only has, you know, excels and only has A's, straight A's. And then you have the kid that really tries, but it's just difficult. And there's a lot of going on. And they're a kid. Celebrate that as well. Celebrate, you know, if they try their best in their own way. Celebrate that C as much as that A that they can get. Uh, I remember two side stories. I remember uh, one girl. Uh, wonder girl, wonder boy, super girl. That's how I, you know, refer to them. Super girl, uh, one of her best friends in elementary school. Super smart kid, super smart kid. And she hardly studied much more than than, than super girl. Uh, I think the only difference was that they would do homework straight out of school, <laughs> and super girl was like, really? First of course, of course, she she needed to really recharge her battery uh, and also wants to do homework straight away. <laughs> Doesn't matter. She didn't do that much more than Supergirl, but she easily got straight A's all the time and she was praised for it. And, you know, and of course it's great. And, but I remember Supergirl being so frustrated because she really, really, really tried. And couldn't 
just couldn't. But the kids that was applauded every time for e with every single test was that girl. So think about it. And well, we're well, we, we I am anxiously waiting because tomorrow Supergirl will hear if she passed her final exams for high school. If she didn't, she can redo, I think, two tests, even drop one if she wants to. Uh, but I'm so nervous for tomorrow. But even if she didn't, in the Netherlands it works like that, that uh, she has to redo the whole entire year. So all the, all the, uh, yeah, really the entire year, not only the, the classes she flunked, everything. And that will be fine. She's only 16. And I remember, wasn't it, wasn't Bella, but one of the friends in, in, in Twilight saying at the end of the, you know, she gave a speech saying, isn't this the time that we make mistakes and live, really live? Because when we're adults, we have enough on our plates. So having said that, I was just going to do a short podcast, but <laughs> hello, I've got ADHD. I can't do short. Uh, I hope you have a lovely week. Tell me what you think. How is it for your, your kids? Uh, do you celebrate their C's and B's? Uh, tell me how, you know, if you have great examples, because I would love to hear. Tell them, uh, tell them uh, you know, share them on uh, the Special Needs Supermom uh, Facebook page or Instagram. Or, you know, if you are looking for a more private uh, group, uh, without judgment, without people knowing better, well, they really don't. Come join the closed private Facebook group, especially Supermom. No strings attached, it's just a Facebook group. But I kept it closed because we don't want our moms, other family members, neighbors, teachers giving their two cents on the problems we sometimes face. Or the struggles we face. Um, so this is really a group where you can ask uh, tips for, you know, if you have a picky eater, like I spoke about in the last episode, or your kid is really dealing with depression, uh, things like that. Or, you know, if you're struggling with things yourself, because it ain't easy sometimes. Having said that, again, I wish you a very This was today's episode of the Special Needs Superman podcast. Enjoyed your mental glass of wine? If so, please subscribe, rate and review the show and recommend the podcast to other special needs supermoms. You know could use that mental glass of wine as well. Until next time, fellow supermoms. Cheers, Nadine.